one verse, a very familiar verse coming out of Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. Lord, we honor you and praise you for this moment in time. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy, and we praise you for your steadfast love that continues to rest with your people. We ask now that you would uh, give us listening ears as we come, that we might hear your word, and that hearing, that in hearing, we would believe on the report of scripture, and that as we believe, we may apply these truths to our lives. And as we apply these truths to our lives, allow us to eat the fruit of our obedience, reap the fruit of our obedience, allow us to be a able to go and be productive in the earth. We thank you and praise you for what you will do and say. Hide now this preacher behind the cross that your word may be lifted high for the glory and the honor and the adoration belong to you. Thank you for allowing us to assemble, even though virtually. We thank you for allowing us to come together and to get your word another week. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. We find these words in the King James Version. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1 and 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I want you this morning, if you will, by way of subject, to make a declaration with me that God is doing a good work in me. Come on, say God is doing a good work in me. Oh, bless his name. This morning as we come, I want to share this word with you coming from Philippians chapter 1. Paul's letter to the church at Philippi uh, is a letter of celebration and rejoicing. This church has been faithful in lifting the ministry of the great apostle Paul. They have prayed for him and sacrificially given to the work of the ministry that Paul is doing. Needless to say, uh, the church at Philippi has a special place in the heart of the apostle. He appreciates their faithfulness and he is grateful for the sacrificial giving and partnership that they have given him as he has sought to advance the kingdom of Christ in the earth. Uh, as you look at the book of uh, Philippians, you will find that, that it is a book of rejoicing. 
Around 14 times the word joy or some variation of the word joy is used. Something like rejoice. Uh, uh, you see this as being one of the major themes of the book of Philippians. And what makes this so great and so powerful is that uh, uh, the Apostle Paul speaks about joy uh, in the book of Philippians. But, 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 but the circumstances which he speaks about it under uh, lift this thing to another level. He is not uh, on some kind of a vacation. He's not in some five-star resort. When he tells you to rejoice, he writes the words from a prison cell it says to me that there's something about knowing Jesus that will give you strength when you're going through stormy season here is Paul in uh, the book of Philippians writing this letter to the church at Philippi writing these this letter to the believers there and saying to them something like rejoice in the Lord and again I say rejoice how do you do that when you are in prison I'm here to tell you it simply reminds you that the joy of the Lord is not circumstantial that it matters not the circumstances that are going on in your life that the joy of the Lord can continue to flow in every season of your life and you know what I don't care what the devil says you can always hold on to your joy because your joy has been paid for by Jesus I love this because the Apostle Paul, he begins to write and he talks to the saints at Philippi and he wants them to celebrate. He wants them to be happy. He wants them to adore the Lord and rejoice in the Lord no matter what their circumstances is. God remains the same and can I tell you you've got to be reminded that no matter what your situation is doing your savior remains the same your savior is still faithful your savior is still a way maker your savior is still a chain breaker your savior is still a battle fighter and that your situation does not change who your savior is oh come on here everything that God has been he still is come on here not only was God a healer God is a healer right now and when you check back next week God will still be a healer I'm here to tell you that your circumstances do not change who your savior is and it is out of this that Paul calls on the church at Philippi to rejoice but then uh, as he uh, opens this letter he does so in gratitude. He does so thanking them for the gifts that they have sent. He does so thanking them for the partnership that they have given him in the ministry. You know, when you are out doing the work of the Lord, I understand this well. It is good to have people who are in covenant with you. Come on, who help to make the ministry that God has called you to do lighter. 
Oh yeah, this man of God is out preaching the gospel. He's out doing the work of the Lord, but he has saints that are working alongside him, making sure that what God has called him to do is getting done. I love this because Paul, he comes and he gives them a great thank you. And then he shifts this letter after encouraging and thanking the people. He, he, he makes a statement here that I want to discuss this morning in Philippians 1 and 6. I love it because he starts off and, and the verse is simply being confident in this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. It is, it is something that I want us to think about because God is doing a good work in his people. Come on, I need you to grab this here. Paul says that he is confident of it. The word being here in the text is a verb of existence. Uh, it, it is the state of being. Uh, it means that you are so filled up with something that you know it in your inner man. I'm talking about the word being. I said the word being is a verb of existence. It means that you are so filled up with something that you know it within your inner man. It means that you have a knowledge about a thing that resides within you. See, see, the verb denotes an inner knowing, an inner assurance, an inner conviction. Come on, here that one is filled with see 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 I love this because when you take the word being and then you 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 group it with the word confident come on here the word confident is to be fully persuaded it is to have full assurance it is to be certain of a thing oh come on here it is to know a thing beyond a shadow of a doubt Paul is referring to God in the text and he says that we ought to live in a state come on here that, that the state of being for the believer ought to be one of faith oh come on I need you to grab this here uh, 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 when you start talking about being confident it is speaking to the assurance that the believer ought to live with oh come on here the people of God are never called to be a defeated people come on here we are a victorious people and Paul says that God wants us to live in the earth in a state come on here a full assurance in God and his word I need somebody to grab that right there come on here we've got to have a full assurance that God is who he says he is and that God can do everything he says he can do God wants his people to exist in the earth. Come on here. In, uh, 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 with a, a, a deep inner assurance and confidence in him and his word. Don't, don't miss that. I said God wants his people to exist in the earth carrying a deep 
inner assurance and confidence in him and his word. I need you to grab this by the Holy Ghost. God wants his people to be fully persuaded concerning him and his word. Oh, come on here. How many folk do I have listening that says I'm confident? Come on, I am fully persuaded. This is no game. This is no hoax. I am fully persuaded. Come on here. I live in an existence of persuasion. Come on here. I am fully persuaded in God and his word. Oh, come on here. Come on. They don't like it when you're being confident in it. Oh, come on here. Come on. As long as you wish you wash it. As long as you're back and forth. People don't have a problem with you. But when you make up in your mind that you're going to be confident. That word confident in the Greek. Come on here. Uh, is used several times. Come on here. And it, and it means that you're going to be fully persuaded. Come on here. It means being persuaded in a bold way. It is a faith that does not back down. I need you to grab this here. It is bold faith. Come on here. Come on. This is the hour of bold faith. Come on here. The believer needs to operate in bold faith. Come on here. What I'm saying here. God wants his people to be fully persuaded. Come on here. And you know what God wants? God wants his people to walk in the earth. Walk in the earth with an unshakable confidence in him. God wants us to come to a place of stability in our faith. I need you to hear me about the spirit of God. I said God wants his people to come to a place of stability in our faith. Come on here. Saints are not called to be sometimey in our faith. God does not just want us to know, come on, about him in our heads. God wants us to believe him in our hearts. I need you to grab this here. Come on here. God wants us to trust his word in our heart. God calls his children to live in a state of bold faith. Live in a state. Come on here. A blessed assurance. Live in a state that you are fully persuaded. Come on here and give God a shout of praise right there. I need somebody to grab it. God wants us to trust him. God wants us our confidence to be in our Christ. We've got to be fully persuaded concerning God and his word. Need you to grab this, be fully persuaded about God and his word. Why? Because God cannot lie. Lying is not consistent with God's character. I said God cannot lie. Lying is not consistent with the character of God. If God said it, it is so. Oh yes, God uh, is the ultimate truth and the ultimate power. And when God issues a promise, come on here, there was nobody by whom he could swear. Come on, nobody who by, by, by whom he could look to to swear an oath that there was no source greater in truth or power. So God swore by himself. God put his own name on the line. Come on here. God put his own character on the line. God 
put his own faithfulness on the line. I need you to grab this here. God wants his people to be confident in him and his ability. God wants you to be persuaded. Come on here that he is who he says he is. This is the confidence that the people of God ought to walk in. Come on in here. Give them praise right there. You ought to have a bold assurance. I don't care how bad times get. Full faith can bring us through. Come on. I said I don't care how bad times may get. Bold faith can bring us through. God wants us persuaded about his ability to do what he said he would do. Come on here. His ability to perform what he said. Somebody give him praise right there. Come on here. I want you to understand the God you serve is not a lightweight. Come on, if you're looking for a lightweight, don't come to the Lord because the Lord is not a lightweight. He's of the God class. He's in a category all by himself. Come on here. I don't care where you search. There's nobody you'll ever find like God. Oh, come on here. That's why you hear me claim, proclaim, ain't nobody God but God. I met a lot of great people too, but ain't nobody God but God. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him honor and adoration right there. What makes God, come on here, greater than the rest? Come on here, from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. He has no beginning and he has no end. He's God. Somebody praise him. When there was nothing, he's God. When the world was created, he's God. Come on here. When things come and go, he remains God. And this is what I love. He is the El Shaddai. He is the God. Come on here. Who is more than enough. You never meet a situation that overwhelms God. God is a very sufficient help in every situation. Somebody put a praise on it right there. Come on, I want you to know that there's no such thing as lack in the Lord. He's always more than enough, my God. I need you to grab this. I said God is always more than enough. Come on here. What am I talking about this morning? It's time for the saints of God to be confident. Come on here. Come on, have faith in God. Come on. So, so he, he wants us to know that there is no such thing as lack in him. God is always more than enough. As a matter of fact, he's the El Shaddai. Come on here. It, it, it means that God is more than enough. That, that he's the God of overflow. He's the God of abundance. In the literal Hebrew, he's the too much God. I need a praiser right there that'll lift him and give him praise right there. I said God is the too much God. Come on here. Come on. Who can stand against the Lord? Nobody can. Nothing can. God 
is simply too much to be manhandled. Somebody praise him right there. Anything that comes against God is an automatic loser. Come on here and praise him. God is too much for every enemy. He's too much for every opposer. He's too much for your naysayer. He's too much for devils. He's too much for demonic forces. And you need an inner knowing that God is too much, too much for their plots, too much for their wicked schemes. Come on here, too much for the conniving ways. I need somebody to praise him right there. Why are you worried when you walk with the too much God? Oh, come on here and give God a praise right there. We need an inner knowing that God is everything that his word says and that God can do everything that his word says he can do. And Paul calls upon us to be confident. That word be is to remain in the state. Come on, to exist in a state. Come on, and the people of God must exist in the place of faith. I need somebody to grab this here. God never intended for his people come on here to walk outside of the realm of faith because without faith it is impossible to please God if you don't believe God he can't have pleasure in you oh come on here and give God a praise right there he that comes to God must believe that he is there it goes eternal isness you got to believe that God is and then based upon the isness of God he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him come on you can't trust God and not get paid somebody give him praise somebody give him glory somebody give him honor right there so it's time for the saints to be confident in this hour we got to be confident the hour is too grit critical not to be grounded in our faith in Christ yes I said the hour is too critical not to be grounded in our faith in Christ come on our lives flourish when we live them by faith oh come on here so, so this is something here. God wants us fully persuaded. Come on. This is not a game. It's not a hoax. It's not a fairy tale. Come on here. You've got to know like the old saints real. He's real. Jesus is real to me. Come on here. You've got to know him. Yes. I'm well assured that as we trust God, he can transform our lives. See, the God of the Bible is worth believing. Oh, yes. As for me, I am well assured of God's awesome ability. God is a savior. Oh, yes, he is. God is an awesome father. God is an unceasing wonder. God is an unstoppable warrior. God is an undefeated champion and I'm fully persuaded he's the saints miracle worker he's our great physician who am I talking to I 
know there are many of you listening to me who are dealing with difficult situations, but I'm here to ask you, what do you believe? Do you believe that God is who he says he is? You can get your healing if you believe God. You can see miracles wrought. If you believe God, you can see mighty doors open. If you believe God, and in this hour, it is important for you to live in a state of faith. Come on here. That's why we call it a faith walk. Come on here. Because God has determined this, that the just shall live by faith. Oh, come on here. So, so it is important that you get fully persuaded. Come on. Abraham was fully persuaded and he hoped when there was no reason to have natural hope. Come on, when you're fully persuaded about God, you can expect an awesome payday. Come on here. Who do I have that says, I believe God? Oh yeah, I got a lot of battles going on, but I believe God. Oh, come on here. I dare you to just, uh, just declare that right there, but I believe God. Come on and give him praise right there. Come on, it doesn't matter what's going on. I believe God. Doesn't matter what happened before. I believe God. Somebody give him praise right there. And when you're fully persuaded of God, you can expect an awesome payday. The devil might as well stop fooling with me because I'm fully persuaded. Demons are fighting a losing battle against me because I'm fully persuaded. I have a bright future in God because I'm fully persuaded. I believe him for the healing, believe him for the turnaround, believe him for help in every area of my life. Too late, devil. I'm fully persuaded. Come on here. Come on. You better praise God right there. Come on here. You should have made your move, devil, when I didn't know any better. Oh, but now I done messed around and got fully persuaded. Somebody put a praise on it right there. I've been through enough to know that God is enough. So he says this, the saints of God must be confident. You must have an inner assurance. Come on here. You got to have a faith in your heart. Come on here, a uh, 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 knowing on your inner man that God is who he says he is. Oh, come on here. Come on. You, you, you need to get it in you so they can't knock it away from you. Oh, come on here. Because see, when it gets in you, when you know that you know. Oh, come on here. There's not much the devil can do. Oh, come on here. When you know that you know, you can make it through any negative situation. Oh, come on here. When you've got an inner conviction, when you are fully assured in your inner man what God can do, come on here. The devil can't handle you. Oh, come on here. He may try to cause you problems, but he cannot prevail. Well, this is something here. He says that being confident of this very thing, that, that he which hath 
begun a good work in you. Come on, this is something here. You, you, you must be fully persuaded that God has started a good work in you. Come on here. Some of us suffer because we are waiting for somebody to tell us what God is doing. Come on here. Come on. Some of us keep putting off our faith because we're waiting on somebody to prophesy to us. Read your Bible. God is already doing a great work in his people. I need you to grab this right here and let's get this from the straight. Let from the start rather that God is doing a good work in me. Come on here. I need you to get bold about it. Lift your hands. Open your mouth and don't be cute with it come on say God is doing a great work in me I can't help who don't approve it God is doing a great work in me I can't help who don't like it God is doing a great work in me I can't help who won't get with it God is doing a great work in me I can't help who won't support it God is doing a great work in me oh come on here somebody needs to grab this right here God is doing a great work in me come on here yeah I've been through a lot but I still have this testimony God is doing a great work in me I've been tried been tested I've been challenged but I'm still chosen God is doing a great work in me the devil don't like that cuz the devil wants me to think I'm about nothing oh come on here but God is doing a great work in me I dare somebody to grab this in the Holy Ghost God I feel something breaking that's why the devil don't want you to hear this don't tune out this is the time to tune in. Lift your voice one more time and cry from your belly. God is doing a great work, a good work in me. Somebody praise him right there. Come on here and give him glory. Somebody give him honor. Somebody give him adoration right there. I love it because the good work is a great work. The good work is an advantageous work. I need you to get that. Uh, that, that the word good there in the Greek is agathos. Come on here, it is good. It means to be advantageous. Come on here, it means to be uh, uh, well-serving. It means to be beneficial. God is not out to hurt you, baby. God is committed to helping you. Come on, give him praise right there. What God is doing in you is a good work. Augustus. It is uh, that God is doing something good for you. Advantageous for you. Beneficial for you. Can, can I tell you that God is at work in the lives of his children? That's what I want you to grab. Come on here. The first thing I told you to grab come on here is that there that, that, that there must be an inner knowing in you. Come on here. That, that, that reminds you that God is who he says he is. And God can do what he said he can do but but the thing 
thing that I want you to get. Come on here. Come on. Number two is that God is doing a good work in the lives of his children. Come on. Lift your hands one more time. Say God is doing a good work in me. Come on here. Right, right now. God is actively performing his good work in the lives of his people. Come on here. God is doing something good in you. Come on. You, you must believe that God is at work in you. And that right now, that work is a good work. He's accomplishing his purpose in your life. God is doing a good work in you. Come on, see, the devil is hoping that you don't realize that God is doing a good work in you. Come on here. The Bible says it this way. He has begun a good work. I need you to grab that. Now, now the word begun there, uh, the word begun there in the text denotes a deliberate and a decisive action. Get me now. I said the word begun has begun denotes a deliberate and a decisive action. What God is doing in you is deliberate. Lord have mercy. Come on here. Come on, lift your hand and say, God is doing a good work in me. And then put this, and he's deliberate about it. Lord have mercy. God is doing a good work in me. And he's doing it on purpose. God is doing a good work in me. And he's decisive about it. God's not working with me because he's mixed up. He means to do it in me. He means to do it through me. He means to do it. God is deliberate about what he's doing in my life. I need somebody to give him praise right there. Come on, I said God is doing a good work in you and he's deliberate about it. What do you mean? It means that God is uh, deliberate and decisive about what he's doing in your life. Come on here. God is not making a mistake. I said God is deliberate about what he's doing in your life. God is intentional about the work that he is doing in your life. I need somebody to grab this. I said God is intentional about the work that he is doing in your life. Come on and give God a praise right there. Come on. I said God is intentional. I said God is intentional. God's not working with me by accident. God's not working with me by mistake. God means to work with me. God intends to work with me. It was in the eternal plan of God to work with me. I need somebody to grab this right here. Come on here. Because God is intentional about the work that he's doing in your life. See, the work that God is doing in the saints is an intentional work. Oh, come on here. God God is deliberate about what he's doing in me. Well, 
what does this work look like? Well, the work of God is the work of sanctification. Come on here. The, the primary work that we're talking about in this text is the work of sanctification. Come on here. How many of you understand biblical sanctification? Biblical sanctification takes three forms. Come on, listen to me. I said biblical sanctification takes three forms. I need you to listen to me so you don't get it mixed up. There is what we call or what the Bible uh, explains to us. Come on here, number one. Come on here as, as, as sanctification. That is that one. Amen has uh, been already sanctified come on here that is what we call immediate sanctification it means that the minute that God saved you he immediately set you apart come on here the first sanctification is immediate sanctification it means that when God saved you he set you apart from the world come on hopefully that's what me what people mean when they stand up and testify and say I'm saved and sanctified come on here they say I'm set apart from the world that's what that means oh but now there is a second part of sanctification come on the first part of sanctification is an immediate work but the second part of sanctification is a progressive work or a continual work come on here what do you mean pastor that means that not only have I been sanctified and set apart from the world that I'm still in the process of being sanctified and inwardly purged and cleansed that God is working on me to bring me to, into what he wants me to be come on here that, that's what you call progressive or continual sanctification it means that day by day uh, God is cleansing me day by day I'm growing up in God but then there's a third part of sanctification come on here none of us living have got that yet it's what we call absolute sanctification or complete sanctification it is what the Bible calls glorification you don't get that until you get with Jesus come on here and you see him for who he is come on here and then you stand before him in your new glorified body come on so what you need to worry about or be concerned about I should say right now come on here is is the progressive work of sanctification that is day by day God is doing a great work in you come on here I need you to grab that day by day he's doing a great work in you come on here I need you to grab this by the Holy Ghost God is doing a good work in us he's at work as you listened as you are listening to this message come on here come on here he's at work straightening out the rough edges he's healing the broken places in you he's, he's delivering us from old mindsets come on bringing us from old bondages come on here 
old scars and wounds. He's bringing them to healing. Somebody praise him right there. God's doing a great work. He's purging out character flaws. Come on here. He's extracting. Come on here. What will hinder us from being our best from for him? God is doing a good work in us. And he's intentional about it. I wish I had a praiser right there. I said God is doing a good work in us. And he is intentional about it. Come on, you are the recipient of a good work. You are the beneficiary of a good work. When God saved you, it was the beginning of a good work. When God delivered you from sin, it was the beginning of a good work. Somebody praise him right there. Uh, when God brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light, it was the beginning of a good work. Somebody praise him right there. See, I am convinced that God is doing a good work in me and he's intentional about it. Somebody put a praise right there. I said when God saved you, it was the start of a good work. This is important here. God knows what to do in you. I am convinced that God is doing a good work in me. Somebody listening to me may not have a relationship with Jesus, but I want you to know that he can save you today and begin a good work in your life too. Make no mistake about it. God can take a life from hell's dark road and place it on heaven's delightful highway. Yes, he can. I said God can take a life from hell's dark road and put it on heaven's delightful highway. That's what God can do. Come on, God. He can move your name from hell's roster and place it on heaven's roll. Do I have anybody here that's listening in the virtual sanctuary that can testify right there that God can bring about a change in your life? Come on here. God can take a big mess and transform it into a beautiful masterpiece. Somebody praise him right there. Come on, you ought to know what I'm talking about. I said God can take a big mess and turn it into a beautiful masterpiece. Somebody praise him right there. Grandma and them would just say it this way. There is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. And what I love about God, he can do all the work you will ever need. I said what I love about God is that he can do all the work that you will ever need. He can work for you. He can work with you. He can work through you. He can work in you. 
somebody praise him because God is doing a good good work in you come on here the work that God is doing is a good work see the good work that God is doing gives you a new direction it brings you under new management it gives you a new start somebody praise him it puts you under a new covenant helps you to start a new life gets you set up for a bright new future come on the new thing that God is doing in you includes wonderful promises it includes purpose come on here it includes fresh identity you are the beneficiary of the good work of God somebody praise him right there don't let anybody make you minimize what God is doing in you ah Lord have mercy I said don't let anybody make you minimize what God is doing in you just because they don't celebrate it does not mean that God's not doing it somebody praise him come on here what God is doing in you does not require everybody's approval what God is doing in you does not need everybody's validation now get up and be bold about it open your mouth cry from your belly in your living room in your kitchen in your bedroom wherever you might be cry from your belly God is doing a good work in me God is doing a good work in me somebody put a praise on it right there well this is the third thing I want you to know not only must you uh, understand that God is doing a good work in you and not only must you uh, uh, must you be convinced and fully assured come on here of God and his word come on but 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 thirdly God wants you to know that he is the source of this good work in you (laughs) this this is it in the text he which hath begun come on I need you to get this God is the source of the good work going on in me God I thank you come on somebody said who's doing the work for God is doing it come on God is the source of the good work going on in you. I need you to hear me about the spirit of God. I am God's project. I'm God's building. And God is the source of the good thing going on in me. God is the source of the good work going on in me God is the author author of the good work see see don't forget that God is the source of the good work going on in you 
God is the source of the divine purpose working in his people. God is the source of the ministry that is working in his people. Come on, I need you to get this. God is the source of the divine mandate working in you. God is the source of the divine assignment that is working in you. I need you to get this. Come on here, that God is the source of it all. There is a construction project going on in me and God is the source of it. Here it is. God started this good work in me. I need you to get this because God started it. No man can stop it. Because God started it, it can be silenced. Somebody grab it right there. The ministry working in me. God started it. The mandate working in me. God started it. Come on here. The purpose working in me. God started it. See, the purpose working in me is not the product of human hands. I said the purpose working in me is not the product of human hands. The assignment that works in me is the work of an awesome God. I said the assignment that is working in me is the work of an awesome God. Somebody praise him right there. God is doing a good work in you. God is doing something. Come on here. Then your enemies cannot stop it. What God is doing, your opposers cannot get rid of it. Somebody praise him. See this thing that the Lord is doing. Nothing can stop it. When God decides to do something in you, nobody else can do anything about it. I said when God decides to do something in you, nobody else can do anything about it. When God decides, come on here, that he's going to bless you, no man is powerful enough to block it. Your advancement does not need their approval. When God makes up his mind that he's going to do something for you, come on here. You might as well get ready. Somebody give him praise right there. He's begun to work in you. You didn't start it. Your mama and them didn't start it. Your family didn't start it. Your church family didn't start it. Your friends didn't start it. God started it when he saved you. God started it. This work in me. Some people would have never recommended me, but God started it in me anyway. Some people didn't think I was fit, but God started it in me anyway. Wasn't my degree, God started it. Wasn't my pedigree, God started it. I need a praiser right there. I didn't come from the right side of the track, but God started it. I wish I had somebody that praised God right there. Come on here, because what God is doing in you, you need to be confident that he is the source of it. He's the source of the vision. He's the source of the purpose. He's the source of the business. He gave you the idea. 
and guess what he's gonna breathe on it somebody praise him right there because some of y'all all you got in your head is a seed but God's about to breathe on it and it's going to produce mightily in your life I need somebody to grab it right there some of y'all looking at stuff that don't look like much but don't forget who started it in here oh come on here when God starts it in you don't let them take it from you don't let them talk you out of it lift your hand open your mouth and give God a shout of praise right there I'm so glad that God didn't have to go to the committee when he decided to choose me God chose me without your vote lift your hand open your mouth and thank God that he's doing a good work in you and he is the source of it come on here God chose you and whoever doesn't like it got to take that up with him come on when God decides to help you them that don't like it can call heaven come on stop wasting your time on people who are dedicated to misunderstanding you come on we waste too much time explaining ourselves to folk who don't want an understanding come on give that to God come on God is doing a good work in me and he's the source of it come on they tell me you don't deserve it come on they tell you know you don't think I know I don't deserve what God is doing don't nobody know that better not know it <laughs> that's why they call it grace <laughs> if I deserved it it wouldn't be grace it would be a debt on so you got to understand that God is the source of it stop feeling bad and apologizing about the work that God is doing in you come on come on God is doing the work in me God is doing a good work in me I know it's his grace come on because I can't look at nothing on my resume and, and, and figure out why God would choose somebody like me. <laughs> Come on. I said I can't look at my resume and figure out why God would choose somebody like me. Come on here, but guess what? He did. Come on, he did. And you know what? It's grace, and that's why I don't let nobody talk me down. Come on here. You know what? I have now just started letting them talk. Come on here. They can't get my attention because I'm too busy advancing the kingdom of God. Come on here. There's some people, come on here, that hold you up because you keep giving them a conversation. But baby, let them know this is the Lord's doing. 
come on here and I know I don't deserve it that's why when you see me dancing I'm going off that's why when you see me hollering come on here I can't help myself because I know come on here that it was God that made it happen for me somebody give him praise right there come on and the fourth thing I want to tell you is that the good work that God is doing in you is a progressive work the good work that God is doing in you is a process I need you to get this here because guess what the good work that God is beginning in you or that God has begun in you started at salvation I need you to get there salvation come on here is when God started his good work in you come on here I need you to get this salvation is just a start though come on here it is never intended to be your stopping point see this is what some people don't get salvation is just the beginning phase of a fantastic thing that God wants to do in your life I said salvation is just the beginning phase of the fantastic things that God wants to do in your life see salvation is just first base for a life of divine blessings I need you to get this don't let the devil trick you into making a stopping point out of a place that God only intended to be a starting point come on here now I said don't let the devil trick you into making a stopping point out of a place that God only intended to be a starting point see the point of your salvation is not just so you can make it to heaven God wants you to realize that he wants to use you while you're here oh come on here come on you're not just saved for heaven you are saved for the work you've got to do here somebody praise God right there yeah, 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 yeah. I want you to understand that, 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 that you are saved, not just to make it to heaven. Come on. God wants to do something for you while you are here. See, see, your, our mission is not just to rush to heaven, but to represent God while we are here. Come on here. So this is it. God didn't save us just to bring us to heaven he saved us with the intention of getting maximum glory out of our lives oh yes so after God saves us he is committed to us growing come on once you are born again come on here God says I am committed to growing you come on here God's purpose uh, uh, is to grow us come on God loves us too much to leave us in the state he found us come on lift your hand and say God loves me too much to leave me in the state that he found me I need you to hear me here God says my plan for you is too great to let you go on without growth. 
Come on. I said the plan of God is too great to let you go on without growth. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said the plan of God is too great to let you go on without growth. See, see, the work that God is doing in you is important. It is a good work. But, but now, you know what I found out about the work God is doing in me? The work that God is doing in me moves along a lot faster when I yield. Come on. We have to stop kicking and screaming because God wants to carry us somewhere. Come on. I said we have to stop kicking and screaming because God wants to carry us somewhere. So, so this is it. Supernatural things can happen when you operate out of a surrendered life. Things work out best when you let God have his way. When you let God have his way, he can work wonders in your life. Come on here. God will take a jacked up life. Come on here and cause it to look more like Jesus. See, see, God is not out to hurt us. He wants to help us. See, the devil is committed to your destruction, but God is committed to your destiny. Come on. So, so what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying to you that the work is a process. Come on here. It's a part of God's plan. Some things you have to grow into. Come on. God does not haphazardly do anything. Come on. Come on. I just told you God is deliberate. God is intentional. God is purposeful. I said God does not haphazardly do anything. God is too uh, faithful. Hallelujah. To just let you fall by the wayside. Come on here. God is faithful, but he is not frivolous. Come on. God never does anything without a clear purpose in mind. Come on here. So, so this is it. Process. The step-by-step -step maturation process. The step-by-step -step growth process. Come on here. Process is a part of God's divine order. Humans are not born adults. Come on here. Trees have to grow. Animals have to grow. See, it is a gift from God to be able to grow. Come on here. I'm glad I'm not. Uh, I'm glad I'm able to, to grow because it means that I don't have to remain where I was. Come on here. Then I can look and see progress in my life. Growth is a gift from God. See, and God is growing me and I'm grateful for it. So, so this is it. Let God do the work that is required. Come on here to prepare you for where you're going. I'm getting ready to say something here because I want you to get this. I said, let God do the work in you that is required to prepare you for where you are going. Come on here. Because guess what? God is doing a corporate work. God is doing a corporate work. Come on. For the church. And God is doing an individual work for you. Come on here. And don't you let nobody tell you that God is not working in you. It's a process. Come on here. And I need somebody to grab this because you know what? I hear it all the time. People miss.
miss it corporately and people miss it individually but God loves his church God loves his people and I need you to get this here God is doing a great work come on here and a good work in the lives of his people I need you to get this here see see I know there's a lot of people that criticize the corporate church come on I heard somebody the other day one of amen praise God a leader amen praise God who says they're leader in the church amen praise God that was saying ain't nobody doing nothing ain't no churches see and you know what that's what the devil wants you to think come on here but let me tell you something God always has somebody that God always has somebody come on here that he's gonna keep his hand on and let me tell you something the whole church come on here belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ and you know what the church is not perfect but guess what she still belongs to Christ come on here come on you got to be careful how you bash God's church because she's still Christ's bride somebody give God a praise right there come on here she is not perfect but she's his somebody praise him right there the church has issues but she's got this going for her she still belongs to Christ come on here and the genuine church is a triumphant church and the genuine church is a prevailing church come on here let me take there's a lot of counterfeit stuff going on but the genuine church will survive come on here because because God has already planned that he's going to raise up for himself a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Somebody give him praise right there. Come on here. I'm not worried about the church because the church belongs to Jesus. And he made us a promise upon this rock. I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail when the dust clears when the smokes when the when the smoke settles the church of the living God will still be standing because she belongs to Christ come on here she may go through some challenges but she'll come out triumphant hell will not win against the body of Christ somebody praising and not only the church the corporate church the individual church God is doing a great work in your life and I need you to get this let God do what is required to bring you into your place of purpose now grab this right here stop trying to keep up with what with everybody else's path because they are not they don't have your purpose come on here I said stop trying to keep up with everybody else's path because they don't have your purpose come on here I need you to get this God is doing a work in each of us that will complement the purpose that he has called us to come on here this is something he God that is is doing a work in us because he's getting us ready for what we need to do. Come on here. You have an individual unique calling that God is preparing you for. And you got to stop looking over the fence at what God is doing in somebody else. And how he's taking somebody else. And how somebody else is developing. Come on here. This is something here. When, when, when you understand this, 
then you'll be able to say yes, Lord. You know, uh, you know this is something I, I think about. You know, has God ever uh, singled you out concerning something uh, that was uh, fine for everybody else around you? Come on, has God ever convicted you about something that everybody around you seems fine doing? Come on here. Has God ever spoken to you? Has God ever pulled your coattail? Come on here. About something that you honestly didn't see anything wrong with. Oh, come on here. See, see, this is something. You know what I found out? God is not convicting you for you to condemn others. Come on. God does not convict you for you to condemn others. Sometimes God convicts you about some things because uh, what he is doing in you, come on here, is is, is, uh, what you, well, let, let me say that again. Sometimes God will convict you about something because it will not complement your calling. Sometimes God will bring conviction upon you about something because it is not going to complement where he's carrying you sometimes God will have to pull your coattail come on here as he's preparing you for your calling come on stop looking across the fence and let God prepare you for your own future come on here more promotion can come when we stop pouting and yield to the process you know what I love I love that uh, uh, that Chinese bamboo the tree is uh, a, a tree that when they plant it the first year, it, it comes up out of the ground like a small shoot. The shoot is fertilized uh, in the ground. And the first year, the, the bamboo, Chinese bamboo, does nothing. The second year, it does nothing. Year three, does nothing. Year four, it does nothing. But year five, all of a sudden, in six weeks, the tree grows 90 feet tall. Come on. Spent, it, it spent... Uh, it spent four years going into the fifth year doing nothing seemingly. Come on here. What was the tree doing in the first four years? You know what it was doing? Building a root system. Come on here. It was building a root system underground. Come on here because you know what? The tree understands you can't get the height you want and maintain it if you don't have the depth you need. Come on here. And there's some people that want to grow high, but they don't want to grow deep. And I want you to know God does not just want you to grow high. He first wants you to grow deep. When you can get some depth, then you can then you can sustain the height I need somebody to grab this here because there's some people that's looking at you because you're not getting there seemingly as fast as what they're getting there but baby don't look come on here at what you see because looks can be deceiving there's some work going on underground God's developing my root system God's helping me to grow deep so that I can maintain when he gets ready 
ready for me to grow high. Guess what? When you when when you grow deep, it don't take all that long to grow high. Somebody grab it right there in the Holy Ghost. See, we are under divine construction, and I don't care how anointed you are. None of us have fully arrived. We are a work in progress. Don't prejudge me. I'm a work in progress. Come on here. I'm so glad that God is working on me. We used to sing a song in the junior choir. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and the stars, the sun and the earth, Jupiter and Mars. Oh, how loving and patient my God must be because he's still working on me. Now I need somebody who can look back a minute and thank God for growth. Come on here. I need a praiser right here. Come on here. You shouting over everything else. But I need, come on, about 25 out there who can lift your hand and thank God for growth. When you look back on where you were and look back where you are, you can thank God for growth. Come on here. Not where I'm going to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Come on, I just need somebody that says God is growing me. I don't talk like I used to. I don't even resemble what I used to be 10 years ago. Come on here and give your God a praise right there. Paul says that God is doing a good work in there and the good work is progressive. But the last thing I'm going to say, and now I'm closing, is that he says this, that God is not only doing a good work in you, but the God who is doing the good work will bring the work to completion. Come on, lift your hands and say, God is going to finish what he's doing in me. God is going to finish the good work in me. Somebody praise him. God is committed to completing what he started in me. Can I get you in on something? God is a finisher. Come on here, being confident of this very thing. He which hath begun a good work in you, he will perform it until the day of Jesus. It started with the Savior. Come on here, but God is going to keep on working in you until he brings you to where he wants you to be. Somebody praise him. God is a finisher. He works six days in creation. And on the seventh day, he rested because God is a finisher. Come on here. That's why Jesus, come on here, said in John 4 and 34, it is my meat to do the Father's will. Come on here and to finish the work of him that's 
exceedingly. God is a finisher. Come on here. That's why Jesus hung his head in the locks of his shoulders and said, it is finished. It is finished. Somebody holler. My God is a finisher. My God is a finisher. He's the author. I'm the finisher. He's the author. I'm the perfecter. He's the author. I'm the completer of my faith. Somebody praise him right there. Somebody's worried how it's going to get done. People may drop off, but God's in it for the long haul. Somebody praise him right there. God's going to finish it. Everything he started, he's going to finish it. The healing he started, he's going to finish it. The business he gave you, he's going to finish it. The vision he gave you, he's going to finish it. The purpose he gave you, he's going to finish it. Somebody praise him because God is a finisher. And can I tell you, God's going to finish your salvation. Looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior. I want to remind somebody that God is a finisher. And when we get through with our assignments down here, he's coming back. Jesus is coming back. Yeah, I still believe he's coming back. Yes, he is. For his people, somebody praise him. There's coming a day where it's all going to be said and done. And those who have given their lives to Jesus shall live with him. World without end. Somebody praise him. There's coming a day we're going to walk on the streets of gold. There's coming a day we're going to stand at the crystal fountain. There's coming a day we're going to lay our eyes on the jasper walls. There's coming a day we're going to sit down at the welcome table. I'm told there are 12 gates to the city. Three gates on the east. Three gates on the north. Three gates on the south. Three gates on the west. And I'm glad I'll be in one of those gates. I don't know where I'll be. But if you can't find me on the east, look over on the west. If you can't find me on the west, try the north. If I'm not in the north, I'll be in the south. I'll be there singing that song that the angels cannot sing. Redeem, redeem. I've been redeemed. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. God started it and he's going to finish it. God is doing a good work in me and he's intentional with it. He's deliberate about it. Oh yes. Trust the Lord. 
with everything you got. Because the thing he started, he's going to finish. They're going to talk. That's to be expected. But God's going to help you finish. Yes. Come on here. Your success is not in their support. Your success is in your source. God is going to help you to get it done. Lift your hands and say, God is doing a good work in me. Come on here and say, and it's intentional. Thank God for all of you this morning for giving me this time. Go back. I know I said a lot this morning. But I want you to know what God is doing in you is a good thing. Maybe you're not there yet. Give it some time. Follow the process. Grow deep. God's going to help you grow high. Get grounded. Come on here. You may not see progress like you wanted above ground. But know that God is building a root system in you. Come on here. That's going to prepare you to go higher in him. Come on. When you're grounded, then you can stand the promotion that God wants to give you. Maybe you don't know the Lord today. That good work I'm talking about, you can be a beneficiary of it too. Simply say to the Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried, and on the third day you were raised. You hold my eternal salvation in your hands, and I receive that free gift. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. I declare this morning, I am saved. God bless you. Those of you who know him, a good work has begun in you. Yield to the Lord. You may not understand what God is doing, but if you got good sense, you'll say, yes, Lord. Because God has your best interest in mind. The devil is committed to your destruction, but God is committed to your destiny. Trust him. And when you don't know what else to do, trust him some more. Hallelujah. Because God is doing a good work. And it's intentional. God bless you.